Welcome to Wednesdays Together. Thank you for joining us today for worship and for studying God's Word. I pray you've had a wonderful week, that you've been walking in the fullness of the light of the world that we've heard all about this sermon series, and that you are experiencing all that that light affords you as a believer in Jesus Christ. So on Sunday, I mentioned a Charlie Brown Christmas, and so tonight, here's another little goodie from it. Charlie Brown was having a tough time getting in the Christmas spirit, so his good old buddy Linus had some pretty stern words for him. He said, Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know who can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. (laughs) You know, I'm wondering... Am I the only one who feels just a little bit like Charlie Brown this year? For the past few weeks, I've been sharing, I've been sharing messages that focus on issues related to our mental and our emotional well-being. And why has that been my focus? Well, because I think it's important for you to know that you are not alone and that you aren't crazy, but you're human. You aren't superhuman, like maybe you thought you were, but you're human. And you're going through an incredibly challenging time right now. And so I want to encourage you to do just that, to go through. That's right. Don't give up where you are. Don't stop where you are in the position that you find yourself now, but go through to the other side because you will make it. Come on, somebody. You will make it. Why don't you type that in the chat? I'm going to make it. If there's somebody there with you, tell them that right now. I want you to know that no matter how tough it may feel right now, the light of Jesus Christ has come to bring you peace. Isaiah 9 and 6 shares with us, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is the time where the all-powerful chose to relinquish his power in order to bring peace to humanity. But today, in the Christmas season that we find ourselves right now, today we often choose the stress of this world over his peace. Am I speaking truth? And tonight, I want to just focus on the truth of God's word, that there is peace for us as believers in Christ, that there is peace for us that the world does not have. And I want to call us to reach for his peace throughout this Christmas season. Tonight, I'm going to be speaking about light of the world, his light for our peace. Why don't you just go ahead and admit it with me, somebody, what songwriters call the most wonderful time of the year, right? Um, but it's often the most stressful time of the year. It's wonderful, absolutely, but it's stressful. And all too often, many of us have this feeling of dread when it comes to the holidays because of all there is to do. Now, some of us, um, holidays trigger 
hurts and pains and remind us of the losses that we've experienced. So, uh, of course, there is that, and I don't want to minimize that. And we talked last week about grieving our losses. We talked about that for sure. But many times what we experience during the holiday season is stress, it's pressure, it's self-inflicted pressure, it's trying to keep up with everybody else and balance everything, and this pressure, this weight on our shoulders just becomes unbearable. You see, there's so much to do, there's so much to buy, there's so much food to try to not eat, right? Do we really have to spend that much this year, this year of all years? Do we really have to do so many things? Or what about the inevitable disappointments when things simply don't go as we planned? When no matter how hard we try, it's just not going to be a picture-perfect Christmas. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When we major on the minors, when we lose sight of the true reason for Christmas, then we set the tone in our lives and in our families for a not-so-blessed time of year. This year, this year brings its own set of challenges. It's been a difficult year, such a difficult year, that like Charlie Brown, maybe it makes it a little bit challenging for you to get in the Christmas spirit. Christmas feels different, and it will probably look different for most of us. And then there are lingering questions or concerns or fears. How do we all stay safe and make sure we don't get anyone else sick? Folks, this is a lot of pressure. I mean, everything I just laid out right there, and that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg. That's a lot of pressure. And all of these things, all of these things make it hard to experience the goodness of God. But God's peace is right here for each one of us. And tonight, I I want to give you some practical ways to receive the peace of God. Stress and anxiety, they don't have to invade our hearts and our homes like unwanted guests this Christmas. Come on, somebody. You don't have to open the doors wide open and let them walk in, let them set up housekeeping, and then here you are three weeks, four weeks later thinking, when are these guests going home? No, 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 no. You don't have to let them in your front door in the first place. Amen? Anybody with me? In fact, I I thought of it this way. With this year potentially being a little slower paced, right, it might actually be easier for us to slow down and to let go of some of the things that stress us out. And you know, it's my prayer that we can find a way in him to come through this Christmas season feeling refreshed, refueled, and rejuvenated. That's what I want. That is what I want. I want the peace that passes all understanding. And I think that's what you want too. So I'm going to share some ways to find more peace and less stress this Christmas. And the first way we can do that is refresh yourself in God's word. Refresh yourself in God's word. You know, just about anything that I'm going to preach, I'm, I'm going to come back to the word of God. If I'm giving you any strategies to live a better life, it's always going to start with the word of God. Why? Because the word of God is more powerful than your emotions. It is more powerful than your situations. The word of God is truth. 
It is absolute truth. And it is where, it is it is the bedrock foundation. It is where we can build our spiritual lives. We can build our spiritual house, so to speak, right? I'm convinced that if I don't go to God's word first thing, then I won't get much done. I just won't. I also realize that if I don't spend some time in God's word each day, then I begin to feel disconnected from him. Scripture is an incredible source of energy, of spiritual strength to get me through the day. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and righteousness. You know, reading scripture is like getting a, a breath of fresh air from the living God. And if you feel overwhelmed and you're thinking, oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so lost and I need some encouragement. Why don't you pick up this, why don't you start, pick up your reading in Psalms? Why don't you start there, read through the songwriter's depression and, ang- and anguish and complacency and frustration, and you will see how these songs or these hymns you will see how, how these beautiful, beautiful hymns, these beautiful songs of praise can show us a way through because they recall who God is and how he is worthy of our praise. You know, many of the Psalms, the writer starts on their faces in pity, <laughs> But by the end of that very song, they are on their feet, arms in the air, in praise to our one true God. And those psalms can do the same things for us. When we sing them, when we read them over our lives, if we're struggling getting back on our feet, you can find that fuel when you get into God's word. Even if it's just reading one psalm a day. And see if God doesn't breathe his life and his rest into your day to calm your heart and your soul. Amen. Is anybody grateful for the word of God? Another thing that you can do to experience the peace of God in this season is refocus on rest. Refocus on rest. Christmas was never meant to be a time of busyness, stress, long lines, packed to-do lists. And so I, I'm, I'm just going to call you counterculturally here. Rather than thinking of all the things you have to do this season, it's time, this is the perfect time to slow down and to reflect on the greatest gift that we have received, and that is the gift of our Savior. The Bible instructs us in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God, for he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. You know, this verse, it was a call to God's people to rest in him. There is peace that the child of God can experience that the world can't imagine. That old song says the world can't take it away either, amen? The joy of the Lord, that's only, that only comes from that deep abiding presence of God. And this is one of our greatest privileges in Christ. The Bible instructs us in Psalm 46.10, it says, cease striving 
and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. I'm wondering if you and I can stop working to do all that we think we must do and can we simply find rest and peace in him? I'm not saying that you can not show up to your job tomorrow. I'm not saying forget about the responsibilities that you have for Christmas. But I am saying forget about the pressure that you have placed on yourself. This striving, this, oh my, I have to do this. This has to be just perfect. I have to run around, run around, run around. That, that tenseness, that it's never going to be good enough. Nothing is ever good enough. We can rest in him. We can find rest in Jesus Christ when we cease striving. And that peace, I want you to know it's not just in eternal matters, but you can experience the peace of Jesus Christ right now in your everyday, ordinary, Christmas prepping, day-by-day life. You know, If you can trust Jesus Christ with your eternal life, then certainly you can trust him with your everyday life, right? That's what trust is all about. To rest is to trust him in all things. And to trust him in all things is rest. I know that to be true in my own life. When I can trust him, when I do my part and just trust him to do what I can't do, that is where the peace of God and that is where the rest of God can be found. Amen, amen, amen. Another thing that we can do to walk in the peace of God is to remember your most important relationships. When we remember what's most important in life, it can really keep us from running on empty and running after the wrong things. I think so many times we run on empty because we're chasing the wrong things. We end up taking U-turns, taking detours that we were never intended to take because we take our eyes off of the most important relationships. You see, we were made first and foremost to love God, to enjoy him forever, to be in his presence forever. And Jesus told us the greatest commandment is to love God with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and to love others as ourselves. Matthew 22, 37 and 40. I'm going to read to you from the message. It's a paraphrase. It says, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence. This is the most important, the first on any list. But there is a second to set alongside it. Love others as well as you love yourself. These two commands are pegs. Everything in God's law and the prophets hangs from them. This means that all you think you have to do, (laughs) all the money that you feel like you have to spend, all the pressure, all the running around, all of that, all of those things pale in comparison to the people right in front of you, to the God you wake up to every morning, the God who wakes you up every morning. And as you start to stress about everything that you're facing, everything that you're experiencing, why don't you ask yourself some of these questions like, what's more important, the project or the person I'm neglecting to get it done? What's more important, a perfectly decorated house or my children who want to play with me (laughs) and play with the decorations? What's more important, the amount of money I spend on someone or the amount of time I'm willing to spend with them? I promise you this, your presence 
is more important than presence. Your presence, the time that you spend with someone, just being in the presence of someone, lifting them up, I'm telling you, it's more important than any gift, any wrapped gift you can ever give to that person. Don't neglect the loved ones that God has given you to share your life with. Don't neglect the people he's placed in your life, on your job or in your church or the different people that God has has connected you with that you can you can have the word that would brighten their day, that would lift their spirits, that would turn their hearts up towards him. You know, it doesn't make so sense it doesn't make any sense at all to be so stressed and chasing after this picture perfect Christmas that we leave behind the most important things, that we leave behind God, that we leave behind the people he's placed in our lives, that your family doesn't want to be around you. <laughs> Hello, somebody? Do I, uh, is it just my toes that are sore? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep moving on. <laughs> As we begin to prioritize people, over productivity, you will find that it becomes easier to let some things go. Tell yourself this, if I say no to chasing stuff, if I say no to chasing perfection, then I can say yes to the presence of God and the presence and being in the presence of those I love. And it's his presence that's most important. So that's why we must prioritize who matters most. That's the next thing that you need to do to find peace. Prioritize who matters most. Christmas is about the greatest gift you and I could ever receive. The gift of a Savior who is the perfect example of living faith. Jesus came to this earth as a baby in a manger in a humble, humble, most humble way to die for our sins and be the perfect sacrifice required for our redemption. And then he rose again to conquer death and to offer us eternal life. And Christmas, Christmas is all about his light shining so bright and bringing us peace. Not only in this life, but in the life to come as well. It's, it's a now and a not yet. It's, it's a both and, and that's the beauty of walking with Jesus Christ. That light is, is good for right now. It's good for heaven. We don't have to choose. We can walk in the goodness and the fullness and the mercy of his life right now. But I'm afraid, my dear brothers and sisters, we have made Christmas a frenetic stress-filled celebration that glorifies consumerism more than the Christ, that emphasizes materialism more than the manger. And in your pursuit of Christmas, I'm just calling you, I'm just reminding you, don't neglect the one this season is all about. Don't be so busy doing good that you don't take the time to worship him. Take the time to worship him. Of course, each day when you wake up, we already talked about getting in the word, praying, lifting him up. But also take the time for church, whether you can be in person or whether you can be online. It really doesn't make sense to miss church 
because we have Christmas stuff to do, right? That, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. You need time in the presence of God because his presence is what gives us peace. His presence is the only thing that's going to give you peace. Amen? Jesus Christ, your maker, your sustainer, he knows and he understands what you are feeling. So why don't you go to him in prayer throughout the day? Why don't you just take a moment to stop? When you feel those pressures rising, to just stop and to welcome the presence of Jesus Christ in right there in your situation. Talk to him about how you feel. Rely on him for what you need and be refreshed knowing that he hears, that he cares, that he understands. You know, stressful situations, I wish I could tell you, um, I, I wish I could tell you something different, but I have to be honest with you, stressful situations, they will still, unfortunately, come. But it's your reaction, it's my reaction that will determine whether you experience peace, whether I experience peace or turmoil. And I want to leave you today with one final verse, and that's Isaiah 26, verse 3. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. When my mind is stayed on my Jesus, I will be kept in perfect peace peace. That is a promise that I will cling to in scripture. And so it it goes back to what I said before. When I do my part, I can trust him to do his part. Some days my part, I I might have a, my part might have a pretty long to-do list of things that have to happen. Other days my part is just stopping and slowing down and saying, Lord, my focus has gotten off of you. My focus has gotten off of the people you've put in my life. My focus is blurred, and it is being pulled away by the things of this world. And, Lord, I'm, I'm asking you right now to help me focus on you. You see, today, in this moment, I pledge to focus my mind on the Lord and to receive his peace. I will release my cares to God, exchanging them for his peace. He will still my every anxious thought. Why don't you close your eyes right right now with me? The presence of the Lord is here right now. Peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father striving. I will stop working. I will stop stressing. I will start resting in you. Your peace is mine and I receive it right now. It is never your intent for me to bury burdens that were not intended for me, for me to pursue things that were not your pursuits. 
And so, Lord, I surrender to you. I rest in you, the one who never sleeps, the one who never slumbers, the one who never worries, the one in whose hands I rest. I trust you to focus my heart on you, to focus my heart on your kingdom, to share your love and your light this season, and to walk in the fullness of the peace that you have promised me. In the matchless name of Jesus, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I sure do love you. We're praying for God's very best for each one of you. If there's anything you need, if there's any way that we can support you, please reach out to your community leaders. If you don't have a community leader, let us know. We will get you connected to one. Reach out to us. Let us know if we can support you in any way this Christmas season. We're here for you. We're praying for you. We love you very much. God bless you.